Hello and welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast where we give powers to a name. Happy New Year! It's 2019 now. Um, we've left that trash fire behind us. 2018 is uh, dead. It's gone. If it was a good one for you, I'm very happy for you. Um, but for the world at large, it was a bit of a trash fire. But us at Bitten by Radioactive Podcast where we... Uh, give powers to a name. Yeah, we give powers to a name. <laughs> and like, we, we had a pretty good year, I think, right, Josh and Jade? I think we did pretty well. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, Look, looking back on a list of heroes that, we, uh, that we've done so far, it's been a very long year. Yeah, holy shit. Heroes. It has, despite um, switching up from a weekly schedule to a, a fortnightly schedule in June, uh, we still managed to crank out a whole 30 nine heroes isn't that amazing That's a lot we only had 27 to go over last time it, it, it was a, a wild ride right josh uh yeah it was hella wild we we had a uh first year anniversary as well which involved a, a freaking massive crossover like 13 heroes or something like that we of course had our very special valentine's a very special valentine's episode with uh, did we Oh, yeah. The Intimate Part Name Generator. Oh. How could you forget? Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. We had, like, the, the Punk Rock Name Generator, the Furry Name Generator, the Unicorn Name Generator, the Snow Person Method. We, we had a big old year. But now it's time to decide what is the cream of the crop, who is the, the best of the best him, of him, the best. Him, 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 him. Step aside, Dean. Step aside. Yes, as you know... Uh, Last time we had uh, a retrospective on our first year, or rather everything that we'd managed to do in 2017, I was hosting, and mm. so it's back to me again. It's time for the burpees, everybody. It's the it's the burpees. It's the best time of the year. Polite pl- pl- like. clapping. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. Uh, silence, everyone. Uh, so, so Jay, what are the categories this year? Oh, wh- I have many categories for you. If you shut up, maybe I'll tell you them. <laughs> well, listen, listen. I only get to host every so often. Are you going to start 2019 all rude and like uppity? Yes. Welcome to 2019, where everything is not good, not great, but not terrible. So it's just fine. It's fine. Let's start 2019 with your favorite power. Ooh, oh, man, we had a lot of interesting powers this year. Um, we did. Can I start things off with a, a, a power that I particularly liked? Go on. It was our first hero of the year. It was Sweet Temptation, who was like a, a polymorph, but mm-hmm. specifically polymorphing into the object that the uh, the person they were fighting most desired. I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of sort of interesting, <clears throat> interesting and um, one way that we spun it is that it's almost like reflexative. So um, Sweet Temptation wouldn't know what the desires was until they transformed into it, which may lead to sort of outing villains or corruption in a very interesting way. So I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that one. Cool. Oh, that was a fun one. That that had, um, I think the illustration for that was the little four panel thing where they punched through a briefcase. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That, was, that was a fun power. And like a villain wanted to pick up a diamond and their their buddy villain was like no dude don't do it oh shit <laughs> oh no i know the best power well no you've uh, already made oh, your choice you, i mean you can have more than one if you like pascal Keteria. that's my damn choice yeah i knew josh was gonna say that so let josh have this one okay josh, you who's, who's your favorite power my, my, my favorite of the year is pascal Keteria. i have a my... feeling this is just your favorite all-time hero they've done pretty well for this year this year is very good like <laughs> flicking through the list it's been a very good year, but I had a lot of fun with Pascal and trying to figure out the best way for them to transform with the old little acro like already just talking about it. I'm getting my hands ready, I'm grabbing my left arm, and I'm trying <laughs> to throw myself across a room. Oh, it's it- such a fun kinetic idea. And there was just mm. it really worked as a comic in my mind. Mm. Mm. Just transforming into a weapon is just like the the possibilities, man. The possibilities. All right, all well, be you? careful there, careful there, because you're veering into some other categories. Because oh. you were talking about it being fun to talk about and imagining it as a comic. Well, 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 lads, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're talking about favorite power. Yeah, what, what's yours, mm-hmm. Jade? 
Uh, well, I couldn't quite decide between two. So I've got, the first one is Limp No Thing because it's a very simple power. <laughs> mm. I love the idea of someone like Yu-Gi-Oh-ing with, just like rocking up with these um, sliders on their arms and their body and just like messing with people's stats. I love yeah. that. It was very um, interesting. Yeah, it was very easy to visualize and explain hmm. um, and use as a hero. But my other favorite power was quite a tragic one, uh, Doe Deathlight's power. Ooh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was... Now, I'm trying to think of the specific wording we used, but they were a very anxious person because they could see people's, like, doom or their death, and that meant they couldn't look in a mirror because they'd be able to see their own doom. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. They had some other powers that I think they were given by their mentor, but I can't quite remember. They had shining eyes, didn't, yeah. didn't they? That was mm. the death light. You know? Yeah. But either way, I liked I liked the sort of death vision. That was cool. Hmm. Okay, so let's talk about uh the most heroic. Now by heroic, uh last time we defined that as uh the person who did like the greatest deed, saved the most people, or if you have another definition of heroic, I'd love to hear it. Hmm. Most heroic. If you need some time to think, I have again two. Go on, Jim. Um, Lucky Tackle was my weird choice. I was about to say, no, I think Lucky Tackle's on my... uh, Yeah. um, Lucky Tackle was our rugby-playing hero who was revealed... Well, not entirely revealed at the end of our... End of the first part of our um, anniversary crossover. Mm Mm-hmm. And their ability was to effectively... Oh, it was to... No, I was about to go for portals, but that's that's how we ended up defeating Amateur Prophet. Mm-hmm. Um... Their power was actually to like do one single death lucky saves, tackle. basically, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a jump, and they could jump mm. back in time or back to a position, like through the universe that they needed to go to. But it was hard to control, mm. and they could only do it, I think, once a day. They performed the greatest sacrifice any person can mm. do, and yeah, well, that's that's why I was thinking, and I imagine you were thinking along the same lines, Josh. Like they were an old hero, or like you know, late middle age. Mm. And they really didn't want to be a hero. In fact, they they resisted it, but they had to do it in the end because A, the villain was their friend that they'd fucked over, and B, they had to give up their current family, their life that they were sort of happy with, to go all the way back to being a child on a rugby team. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's quite a sacrifice. What's your other one, Jade? Oh, um, well, yeah, if, if we, we give Lucky Tackle, that's yours, Josh, then I mm-hmm. would also say Abominable Driver. Because I feel like the best heroes aren't the flashiest ones or the ones that seek all the limelight. It's the ones that are doing the greater good. And Driver was going around supporting all these new people becoming heroes. So just for anyone who didn't listen to that episode, uh, Abominable Driver was basically a a, a bad driver. They were abysmal. Um, Just picture them like careening around in a car that was made up of cobbled together superhero cars Mm, that they would crash a la... Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> um, but they basically, after all the heroes of the world were taken away, they were left with all the heroes' um, equipment, like tools and props. And so they went around giving them to new heroes in order to pass on the torch so yeah. that new people could protect the world. Such a cool idea. So yeah, I thought I thought Abominable was very heroic in that sense because support heroes get overlooked so much. We, we like to use that kind of type of hero a lot the old support hero who aren't necessarily on the front lines punching the dude directly in the face but Mm. there's a lot more to heroism than just punching dudes in the face i mean yeah is not uh charles xavier a superhero despite chilling out and just kind of teaching people exactly but let's not talk about charles xavier dean who's (laughs) who's your most heroic hero um oof i kind of like the um the machines from the uh, screen name generator episode. Oh yeah. The uh, yeah. the the various tech devices that uh, had their own personality inside a virtual reality world and helped save their uh, like master family member. They're like mm-hmm. um, owner. Yeah, owner in like this virtual reality world um, where there was an evil printer. I remember at one point there was. <laughs> But no, just like it's just very noble. It was a very noble deed to protect. We didn't. We didn't even name her, you know, um, to protect them from whatever was happening in the digital world. Because hey, 
that's a pretty big deal nowadays if you hadn't uh, looked outside recently. Um, well, those heroes had names. Do you, remember, do you want to tell us Did you us remember their names? Because uh, I, ha- I had a look when, on that list, and I did not remember calling them that at all, and I do not know how we managed to kind of extrapolate heroes from those. Uh, they were Freak for Life underscore 300, Cool Ranch <laughs> underscore Kitty Player, and Cool Ranch underscore Monster 3000. And they were a fridge, um, a pair of hair straighteners. And so... a fax machine or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was pretty wild. Josh, who's your most heroic hero He's choice? already done his. It's oh, lucky you've tackle. got my lucky tackle. Oh, Dean, course. stop being the host or you're going to be banned. Don't ban me from my own podcast. I am the podcast. You... Not today. <laughs> I am the new podcast. And so with that in mind, let me ask you. Which hero would you think makes the best comic series? Um, Abominable Driver. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, Dean, for your contribution. <laughs> uh, Josh, well, while you have a think, I could tell you mine. Uh, you've already mentioned them. It's Sweet Temptation. Oh, Sweet Temptation would be pretty good. I mean, picture, like, every single page. You're just trying to figure out which object in all these detailed backgrounds Sweet Temptation could be. Would it be like um like Satoshi Kon esque illustrations where there's like so much going on in the background that you're sure, but there'd have to be something that would identify them. So it would be like a, a where's Wally, but with hey, where's Sweet Temptation? <laughs> where are they going to punch the villain from? Man, like I was gonna say this year especially, like we've had a we've really extrapolated these concepts like to take into account them being full comics. Which I think sure. is like a really cool thing that we all did. Like with Abominable Driver, we did it with like Untamed Knight as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord Windermere, we like came up with these like nice juicy arcs that could be. But which one, Dean, do you think makes the best? We're not talking arbitrarily about vagities and I mean, which one might be a good see, comic. And also, here's the thing, Dean. You're talking about narrative stuff, and I believe that you are quite a. I'm a style um, guy. Creature of the using comics medium to its fullest. Yes, yes absolutely. So who's gonna do like who's gonna really work well with batshit paneling, goofy looking gutter pages? Like my potential pick because I was gonna go for Pascal because there's a lot of cool movement stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I'm going towards there are potential two that I'm playing. Go on. With. One is Coil of Balance. Uh. Don't. I know you guys don't like it, but I can just imagine a lot of really funky-looking coil-based gutter, like sure. gutters in panels and stuff. I'm sure, okay. like an artist would love to draw that kind of shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're not into it. In which case, uh, let's go for delightful dream garden. Ah. yes, yes, Josh, that yeah, would be very good. Those, there's so many like little funky landscapes. All, I mean. Do I have to go back into what Delightful Dream Garden is? Uh, yeah, They're like... A, s- just a sentient garden? Pretty much that, like, appears to help people in need. Mm. Like, you'll just wander into the, the Delightful Dream Garden. They would also fucking take out villains by accidentally killing them. <laughs> yeah, that did happen once or twice. Yes. Like, imagine all of, like, the really cool-looking fauna and... Well, not fauna, I suppose. Flora. Mm. Um, all the really cool flora that they can have. Like, we can go really crazy cool colors landscape gardening who doesn't love gardening in their comics not enough comics these days have gardening plots i think Mm -hmm. it's it's a it would be a cool aesthetic to um like i said build upon in terms of with the styling and the atmosphere of the comic as well like you would they'll be like really thick and nice um actually you know what would be quite good that we did very recently Mm. fucking firestar and king smoke king windsmoke yeah, I, that sounds like a great, like, jump-style comic, mm. but extremely gay. Sort of like a gay, almost like a, a nice median between, like, manga action and long-form Western-style storytelling, I think. Sure. I think what helped with that one was that we leaned so heavily into a lot of visual nonsense. Yeah. Mm. Like dragon satellites and stuff. <laughs> that it becomes quite easy to imagine how ridiculous it can look on like double page spreads mm. and things. Mm-hmm. Man, we, like I said, we, we've come up with a whole lot of um, ideas for bigger, bigger than just a, a single issue or bigger than just like one good idea. So like, mm-hmm. pats on the back all around. 
Like, we did a good... No, no, enough of that, enough of oh, that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what's, the next, what's the next category? Oh, we're getting personal now. Mm. It's time for Fuck, Marry, Kill. What? <laughs> I, ca- I can't. I can't. They're... You did this last time. How can you not? They're my kids. Well, ew. Um, <laughs> all right. While you deal with that Freudian nonsense, um, how about I tell you mine? Please. Mm-hmm. Please. Um, see, because I you know, wrote the questions, I had time to think about this. So I think it's only fair that while I elaborate, you guys can think of yours. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would fuck the heck out of Untamed Night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Untamed Night was our second hero of 2018. It was. Uh, and they were uh, a dancer. Uh, I believe they specialized kind of in like Latin sort of salsa yeah. style dancing. Uh, and they were untamed because they would use their dance partners to like magically dance and weave armor around themselves. Yes. Again, that would also make a very good comic. Si- Sorry. Stop. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Untamed Night was just also extremely sexy. And like, I mean, dancers are sexy, mm. right? Absolutely. Like, I think Untamed Night would also be my choice. Not to piggyback, but I was looking oh, at the Oh, no, list. that's fine. Use us. Use us, Untamed Night. Use us as your armor. I would like that. <laughs> Let me wrap you within myself. Um, strategic Partnership Warlock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It is, um, it is the most logical choice. Yes, absolutely logical. Um, I can't 100% remember everything about their story, but they were sent to Earth to uh, basically like start a company in order to like pair people up. Yeah, I pretty believe. much. Yeah, but they their parents actually were like plotting to make them find their ideal partner. Mm. I believe I could be that person. <laughs> <laughs> And also, they're so logical in every way. They would just handle everything, you know, the accounts, the bills, the mm-hmm. interior decorating, mm-hmm. everything. I could just leave it all to them. Yeah, just, they can handle it. Like, you know, it's a strategic partnership. Mm-hmm. And as for Kill, well, I don't know if you're going to like this one, Josh. I don't think our listeners will because the idea of killing a child is probably not great. <laughs> but I would probably kill Coil of Balance. Yeah. What? I just didn't no. like them very much. They were a horrible bully. But I am always shocked by how much you guys dislike Coil. I don't know why. And they it just... always just I'm like I forget about it. Then you tell me, and then I, I'm just <laughs> shocked again. They wound me up. <laughs> uh, I, okay, right. I think I've got a, a unique uh, trio of characters now. Go on. Um. So to fuck like Untamed Night was choice number one, but I think choice mm-hmm. number two would be Candy Armstrong. Oh yeah, like, those arms. Wrap those arms around me. Candy Armstrong <laughs> um, was a prison guard slash farmer who took in uh, those who were imprisoned and trained their body to in order to train their mind. But they were also a punk rock drummer and were <laughs> very, very, very beefy in the arm. They were strong in the arm. I believe the quote was in the episode. Correct. Also, you managed to illustrate them in a sort of. Tough but cute manner, I think, would be. Uh, 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 you're getting into other categories, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you marry? Uh, I would. Now you see, marrying's like a big, big commitment. But I think I might marry Godiva Jaguarundi mm. because, like, she she needs someone to help her out. She needs like she needs someone to get her out of that nine to five job because J- uh, Godiva is a millennial working like three jobs, g- getting blessed by a. Jaguar undie spirit after saving a cat and now she's forever sleep deprived because she's fighting crime at night working during the day i i just want to chip in i just want to help her out i i want to tell her that your hero work is important let me let me take some of the slack when it comes to your real life you can do your hero thing which i know you're very passionate about that was very thoughtful, Dean. Unlike uh, mine, which was very selfish. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would kill. Um, Witch wolf. Why witch wolf? Just go kill a dog. I, I, we're killing children. We're killing dogs. We are no, not the most friendly podcast uh, in uh, twenty nineteen. Witch wolf is the witch wolf that <laughs> which you would kill. <laughs> um, I just think it was a uh, one of our weaker episodes of the season, season of the year. Um, ah, 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 veering into other categories. <laughs> Josh, Josh, tell us. Okay, well, I feel as though 
it not being mentioned on the fucking. Um, I'm going to go with our Valentine special heroes. <laughs> I'm going to be having some sweet times with Glitter Tunnel and Man Me, i got to tell you. Yes! <laughs> What's not to like about them? <laughs> um, as long as like I don't get any like vertigo thing from Glitter Tunnel, yeah. I think yeah. I'm pretty okay. I mean, I'm always up for a bit of Man Meat, just give me a little slap on the glutes. Mm-hmm. They were Glitter Tunnel was a absolute rock star, I seem to yeah. remember, mm-hmm. and Man Meat was their bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. their power was to when when they touch people, they grew muscle in that area that they touched. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much. Um, so I imagine that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I uh, guess as long as Glitter Tunnel doesn't serenade you, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those those are my choices for fuck. Okay. Um, for Mary, I'm gonna go for Candy Armstrong. I would love to just live on a farm with. Are my you gonna have to wife. fight Dean for that one? <laughs> oh God, just just me and her in well, the barn, fine. and Josh coming out like Candy. Where are you? I've got my man meat. <laughs> they buffed me up. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. So yeah, I love C- Candy. Just seems like a wholesome, wholesome life. Mm. Um, and kill. Uh, I'm going for another animal. But it's going to be cowslip misty cheeks. No, cowslip. Because fuck a stinking cow. That is a cow centaur. Even it's disgusting. Yeah, no, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) They were a weird one. Truly vile was this cow centaur who propelled themselves with farts. Yeah, I think that was it, wasn't it? I can't believe our second speed. No, there was something else. It was like there were lots of other unicorn type. Uh, sorry, centaur type. Oh, we had something with the misty cheeks, wasn't it? No, yeah. the misty cheeks was the farting, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And cowslip was... Was like the cow pat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we just have a toilet humour hero. It, it was toilet humour, but it was also about, like, uh, greenhouse gases and, and saving saving the atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. i got no little time for that shit. <laughs> all right okay that's the end of the fuck marry kill game thank you for playing mm. um back to categories uh-huh who is your favorite villain Ooh. now we all like a good villain um mm-hmm. i don't think we purposefully like went out like on an episode to make a few we had the halloween episode where we made like yep. uh, can i just throw mine in immediately go on go on it's gotta be it's gotta be your anniversary guys Oh, tough. Am- oh, tough ambassador. Like, like, come on, tough ambassador. Night. Yeah, and amateur, amateur prophet. prophet. Our good friend, amateur prophet. Yes. Shall we talk about amateur prophet for a bit? Because I feel like we Ooh. haven't for a while. Oh, <laughs> I feel like we need to start talking about how good amateur prophet is. Yeah, you know, maybe we should just bin off the rest of this episode and talk about amateur prophet. So, yeah, amateur think- prophet was the uh, main antagonist in our crossover episode, where they were coming to Earth and they just pretty much wanted everyone to talk about them and just invade everyone's minds and stuff i believe so and sarcastic knife and tough ambassador worked on their uh, on their behalf the uh, sarcastic knight being the the muscle the bodyguard and tough ambassador being the ambassador heralding them and uh, mm-hmm. it took 13 episodes not 13 episodes it took 13 <laughs> 13 heroes to take them down I mean- Technically, it was close to 13 episodes, but I suppose <laughs> maybe like five episodes, technically. Just mm. half of those heroes were just the McFly and the New Wave thrillers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that that's a great call. I mean, those are the, probably the biggest villains we've done this year. Ooh, mm. I tell you a good villain that we had. I, I think they count as a villain. Boney Harp Jefferson. Oh, that was mm. my choice. So I'll, I'll pick another one. Mm. But go on. Tell us who Boney Harp Jefferson was, because that's a very good choice. So they were from the blues name generator, blues musician name generator. And uh, they had a harp that was made from the bones of old superheroes. And mm-hmm. when they played it, they could sort of conjure the the spirit or the construct of those superheroes and take advantage of their powers. And if that's not enough to sell you on that villain, then... Like, you're lost to the world. It was so simplistic and so grotesque. Yeah. I loved it. Just real creepy like that. Real, like, mm. taxidermy level of creep, you know? Oh. Um, I guess this isn't, like, a favorite villain, because, like I say, Boney was my favorite. But I really hated, and I feel like that's an ideal um, attribute of a villain, mm. if you can really, really hate them. Of course. Yes. Um, so this isn't like a, oh, they're quirky, but I bet they're like 
goofy fun when they're not trying to catch the the hero or whatever. No, this is just a straight up evil person. Um, the uh, dominant villain from our latest episode, mm. from Frantic Apologist oh, yeah. Switch and Surprise Sub. I can't remember the villain's name because we only recorded it like you know last couple of weeks ago. Um, but yeah, their whole shtick was that they couldn't accept no for an answer, and they somewhat controlled people. Like they made it so that the thing they wanted was what. Let's just call oh, it was something void. Villain. Yes, void. Okay, we'll call them void. Yeah, they they placed a void within your heart, within your mind, so that yeah they could control you. And there's nothing worse than someone that can't take a no. Like, just fucking step off. That's not cool. That's literally like the most uncool thing. Consent, like... my dudes. Consent. <laughs> Consent's great. Um, and I consent for you, Jade, to continue with the categories. Of course. So we've done favorite villain. Uh, how about your favorite sidekick? Oh, favorite psychic. I mean, we had like we we made a fair few groups. Um, mm. I think surprise sub was quite nice in the the aforementioned episode. Um, yeah, you know, just being able to switch out immediately to someone and take a beating. But I don't think they're my favorite. I think my favorite um, sidekicks, plural, were from the uh, Jolly Alligator episode, the mascot uh-huh. name generator, mm. because oh god, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I right. Who, there's Thunder Swan. Mm-hmm. There, there was like, oh no, Thunderstorm was a villain. They were at first. Exactly. Yeah. That's one of the great things about um, Jolly Alligator is that they were sort of shown and jumping all the villains and turning them into friends. Uh, so Jolly Alligator, of course, was a sort of very smart, intelligent alligator that lived in Lincoln. We mm-hmm. we sort of said it in our sweet darling hometown. A friend of a. Uh, Nice old lady who used to be uh, an animal scientist who now lives on a riverboat, feeding the alligator in the in the Brayford naturally, and um, it was up to Jolly Alligator to save the rest of the uh, animals that were experimented on by was it the old scientist's lover or sister best friend? Lover. I, I'm lover, pretty sure uh, yeah. we made it gay because mm-hmm. we we always make it gay here on Bit by a Radioactive Podcast. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just all those animal psychics lend themselves. Lends itself to a lot of fun, a lot of creativity. Thunder Swan is a great example of that. So it's my my pick. Cool. Um, Josh, you got one? Oh no, I was a I'm a really big fan of Thunder Swan. So that's kind <laughs> yeah. of put, that's put me back on my toes. I'm just quickly going through some other. What about you, Jade? Uh I put Abominable Driver again, to be honest, <laughs> because like they're the ultimate sidekick. I guess so. Oh, that's also a very good one as well. Right, they just drive around helping heroes, and they create new heroes, and then support those heroes. They are the best sidekick, and also they have a sweet ride—a thankless job. That's what they yes. have. Like, mm-hmm. just to, just to be appreciated would, you know, would be too much. Th- too much thanks for a Bonneville driver. They just like to play it cool. Um, I've got it now. Yep. Okay. It's final nudge. Oh, final nudge. Oh yes. Yep. From, From the, the um... Lord Windermere episode. Hmm. Um. Final Nudge was stuck inside a phone and would basically try and get Lord Windermere to actually get up off his ass mm. and do some heroics every so often. Correct, yeah. Oh, I forgot about Final Nudge. Like you, <laughs> you did a like a really nice job illustrating Final Nudge as well, Jade. So I think that adds a lot to their charm. Thank you. Being squished up against the like, the screen of the phone, like tapping it. Mm. Um but yeah, solid choice, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. Ah. So you've briefly touched on this in pretty much all of your answers because this is funniest episode or most fun to record. Now, fun can mean like so many things. Like fun can mean mean that we do a lot of funny jokes and like we come up with like a really funny idea or fun for me sometimes is just like hitting the nail square on the head, you know? Sure. Well, what what is that for you then? I quite like recording um, the British sweet name. Uh, episode episode 42 where we did come up with wine gum a <laughs> a child a baby who can pick apart its gums to stick um heroes uh, villains to the floor but also mm-hmm. their father is a failed hero who's sort of piggybacking off their baby's success <laughs> like yes. that's just some ridiculous shit that always makes for a nice bbrp pitch if you don't mind me being a bit schmoozy it was very funny hmm 
but it's no group of ducks in Merry Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that whole episode was just us pretending like what what would ducks do like a gang of ducks in a public park for like the whole episode we were just like what if these ducks did this and that was hilarious to me yeah it it was the merry ducks were just ducks yeah. um they were just quite just literal ducks just quite powerful ducks um mm-hmm. I, and and a swan it was thunder swan as well oh there was yeah, thunder, su- swan. thunder swan's origin story yeah. i think there was like a goose at one point as well Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it was. The running duck. Um, oh, that was. You did a really nice illustration of the running duck as well. Thank you. But yeah, like, I remember very clearly there was a scene where they needed to rescue a child from drowning and they formed like this weird float. Oh, yeah. And like raised the child up. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, it was, it was ridiculous. And of course, it makes for a good BBRP episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, Josh. Um, well, we've, you've gone for funny ones. The anniversary episodes, once again, I want to mention them because mm. those episodes did give me chills whilst we were talking about them. I they got the goosebumps yeah. when we got when we were starting to like go towards the ending where they just started running at them and like sidetrack turned up and all this other goofy stuff happened and it was just like one of those mm, this this is working yeah or it was just like every so often we'd hit like we'd have one of those hit the nail on the head moments yeah mm. where it was like oh shit no this is how this works and like just how that story kind of progressed. All the pieces fell into place perfectly. Yeah. And it's just, it was essentially just like our own fan art for our own characters, which yeah. is always fun. Just being like, we get to talk about these guys again and we're going to put them in a situation where they can be like the the best they can be. And it was, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, you're right, Josh. That was incredibly um, I fun. mean, I, I would also like to mention, because uh, recently, not to pat my own back, but I feel like I've been on quite a roll recently with some like sumo burst. Mm. And Firestar and King Windsmoke, yes, have yeah. had some choice bits where, I, where I've just kind of felt like, oh, this is silly. <laughs> I I did say that you were um sort of bordering on the Jack Kirby style, which yeah, you kind of got a little bit of a inflation to the head from, and I I, I, I get that. <laughs> I think it was just the fireworks name generator. Just thinking of a top not made out of a balloon. Um, that was genius didn't that get like a half hour round of applause from us as well that one (laughs) idea perhaps it's time to reel the egos in because the next category is what episode would you redo well you guys are going to really go for coil of balance no I have another one I have another one is it it a recent one no it's quite far back actually it's uh, the nerf aka not evil really friends (laughs) Power clip episode. Oh, Jade. That should have just been a power clip episode. Nerf was stupid. No, Nerf was great. Nerf was forgettable. I don't remember any of their names. There was um, I did forget about Nerf until I looked at the illustration just now. There you fucking had, go. It should have been about power clip. We had two Mad Max apocalyptic orphans, a caveman, and an archer, none of which I remember the name of. There you go. We, Re- I rest my case. <laughs> All we remember is Power Clip, who was literally just a very good uh, topiarist. Yes. So that's a superhero. That That's all you need to be to uh, be a superhero in our books. Yep. So what about you guys? Um, it's very easy to say uh, call a balance, like just for the, the fact that it was quite a weak episode in our uh, lineup, which we, we're allowed to say, like... Nothing we do is perfect. We we look back and try and improve on uh, what we've done in the past, and that's the creative process, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we do get carried away, and things do get a little muddied sometimes. It would have been nice to, um, I think, Arctic Cyclone would have been quite nice to go back to the uh, yeah, snow piercing yeah. method. Um, just because one, I think it was a pretty nice generator. Uh, two, uh, Arctic Cyclone themselves were this. Um, Almost like an Arctic wind shaped into a person, which is kind of like a, a cool concept, sort of silver surfery in terms of the existential potential of it all. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think we we could have had like another half hour or so just to nail it down a little bit more, to sand off the edges and be make it a little bit more presentable, approachable, perhaps. But I, I like Arctic Cyclone, the idea as a character. It just needed a little bit more time in the oven, ironically. Okay, and Josh? Honestly, none of them. 
Really? Oh, look at this guy. Oh, that that ego. Last year, I think there were a couple that I was like, like Sydney Harbour Bridge is my least favorite episode. I love Sydney Harbour Bridge. Yeah. And you Fuck guys off. like that. Um, <laughs> but like looking at the ones this year, it's like no, they're all precious in some yeah. way. So maybe like Frosted Twister, I don't really remember much of, or like Arctic Cyclone, one of the ice-based uh, wind <laughs> yeah. ones. Both of the ice-based weather ones we've done this year, they could probably change up. <laughs> See, um, so you think we've done 39 home runs this year? I think we've done pretty solid. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. I mean, well, not, that's not good. Toot, it's not to toot my own horn. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, fine. Them, I think it's yeah. Because like I want like looking at the list. At one point, I was thinking, oh, I don't remember much of Echo Alpha. Then I look at the illustration. I'm like, oh shit, no, that was a really good episode where <laughs> a hero mm. kept on splitting themselves into various different people. Yeah. And they just kept mm. on doing it. It's like, oh, that's really good. But like the icy ones. Despite my love of ice villains and our um, New Year's resolution to make more ice villains, those are our weakest ones. Up, up, up. Getting into other categories. <laughs> uh, how many more categories uh, are there, Jane? There's a few. What generators would you use again? Uh, is this like to redo or just to, because there was so No, good. like the generators themselves that you'd use to generate another hero. Like they were so good. They made like numerous good names. I can, I can already say any of the anime related ones. So, like, the Sailor Moon one came up with La Smokin' Violin, colon, Gorgeous Rhapsody. <laughs> that was good. What a name. What that a name. The Wu-Tang uh, Clan generator as well. Yeah. Like, holy, that, that thing. Well, Childish Gambino got his name from it. So, yeah. like, mm. there's there's stacks on stacks on stacks of heroes in there, like a fucking gachapon, you know? I feel like the One Punch one and the just the anime title one have so much potential. Like mm. one punch, lucky tackle, um, super bash. You know, it, you could come up with so many different variations mm. on that that would have a lot of potential. I still like the Nerf gun selection process. No. <laughs> there, there were too many licensed too many. products in that yeah. li- in that list for it. We could never make a hero out of. No. Cassian Andor's Rogue One Blaster <laughs> Deluxe with a little bit of like. Um, Fine tuning. I think that could have been um, just like a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Sure, but what we- about you, Josh? Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm a big like the Wu Tang Clan name generator is a gen- name generator I've been using for years in just various ah. like chucklesome ways. Yeah. Um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure stand name generator. Oh mm. yeah, definitely. Um, mm. Limp No Thing was an absolute blessing. That's pretty great, yeah. Um, and I feel as though there's a lot to be mined from that generator because um, I think I've done it a couple of times since, and it hasn't, and it's actually given me a different name each time. Oh, oh cool. That's good then. Uh, like my next one was like Lonesome Home, and its ability was Tentacles. <laughs> okay. So like, hey, <laughs> anything can happen with this generator. And I wow. love it. That's great. We definitely have to use that one again. Uh, um, one, one last thing. The furry name generator was also very good. If I remember right, uh, the the stuff we kept generating from it always had like that dark edge to it. Um, <laughs> well, Do Deathlight was the hero from that, so yeah. just mm. a, a lot of heroes in that flavor. Like I appreciate a generator with a good flavor to it, you know. Mm. Um. Well, you guys have been talking a lot in most of your answers about using the illustrations to remember who the heroes were. You know, um, and I'm I'm sad about the times that I weren't wasn't able to illustrate a hero because you know I was busy or whatever. Because it seems like they are the quickest way to remember who they are. Mm, absolutely. So, what was your favorite illustration? Because mine was Candy. <laughs> she's been my wallpaper for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's not kidding. She's not kidding, listeners. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Candy as well. I was preparing for this question, <laughs> and like you just encapsulated candy just so perfectly but i'm always i'm also glad that you said candy as well because that allows me to say abominable driver Uh where to me it was more than an illustration it was almost like a a proof of concept like a piece of concept art for that character Ah. sort of how you illustrated their their role how they might uh, perform it their vehicle Mm -hmm. the the setting like the the Mad Max-esque desert. It was just... The vehicle was hard. Like, I had to look up all these different hero vehicles, and it turns out a lot of them are very similar. It's, well, four wheels and an engine. Uh, yep. You don't get much uh, 
you know, much better than that. But you you did it, and it was like superb, so awesome. good. Um, Pascal Cateria and Sweet Temptation <laughs> for me. You like the ones that are like... comics, huh? Yes, because that is like that's kind of what this podcast is mainly about. It's about yes. comics, so getting to see them in motion and action is like, ah, oh, look, they're actually coming to life. Mm. So that's okay, probably I... it. I mean, I mean, actually, I was about to say also um, Lucky Tackle. That was my yeah. uh, background. That was also kind of comic-like, for wasn't quite it? Quite a long time. Yeah, yeah, like that was all big panels and like playing around with stuff. Oh, that was your phone background. What? Oh, that was for ages. Yeah. Nice. Two honorable mentions. Um, one is the uh, illustrations you did for the crossovers, where you went above and beyond and squeezed. I mean, all yeah, the- I drew like a fucking collage for a movie poster featuring how many heroes? And it was it came out so good. Shout outs to uh, Sloth Pastor's uh, strained faces <laughs> in both of those. Um, also, it was really fun though. Second, uh, honorable mention to uh, Untamed Night and the the world's squidgiest boobs. Oh yes, mm. like more squidgy. Bit. Right, I'm just gonna make notes. So more comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I ha- when I have time, because God, they take a long time. And squidgy boobs. Got it. Okay, I, I guess we should go on to um, the the big one, and then we can talk about resolutions. So it's time to decide our top three heroes of all all of this year. Oh, and I made it three instead of one because it's so fucking hard. I've only chosen do, I two. We did three last year. We did. We did three okay. each, and then we voted for the one. Yes. Mm. Well, we we had it easy last year because winner of the overall burpees, the MVP, was Bleached Ruby, our and, best hero. And then they turned up again in the anniversary, which yep. was glorious. Again. What luck. A blessing. Yeah. A literal blessing. Um, mm. Jade, Jade, what's your top three? Top three heroes of 2018. Okay. Oh, I was hoping you'd give me some time to think for a change. Um, oh, did you not w- write one down in your fancy I list? I wrote two. I wrote two, and I'm still. I've been hoping one would jump out because they're all, like you say, Josh. They've all been pretty good. The more mm. I think about them. <laughs> well, Sweet Temptation has to be, I think, my all-time favorite. Really? That was not, f- not all-time. Sorry, like all-time <laughs> this year. That was the first one. I know. Well, we fucking knocked it out of the park. <laughs> They just they just become an object that is your greatest desire. What a trap. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's great. It's like they could be anything. You they could be anywhere. They could be right next to me and I wouldn't fucking know it. Oh, this oh, there's a macaroon. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know. It was it was a great concept. Um yes, like, I I just love the simplicity of it. Yes. It's it's simple, but at the same time there's a lot that can be mined from it. Yeah, and also when I illustrated them, they had a lot of spite. Like when they <laughs> sprung out of the um, case full of money to the corrupt cop who was their ex-lover, mm. they punched them while they scream, "You said you loved me!" <laughs> it, yeah, it perfect illustration, perfect power, perfect mm. personality. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my other one is Jolly Alligator because I just fucking loved that episode. Really? They may not be like the most significant hero. But again, I, I think I just love heroes that are really easy to explain. Yeah. Jolly Alligator is a personified humanoid alligator who is walked around by an old lady uh, with a failing memory. And the Jolly Alligator just protects her from all these other weirdly personified animal experiments. That would be our pitch for like the uh, the kids comic scene, which is like... It's very silly. Yeah, that scene is booming, by the way. We would make like mm. a million billion pounds from that. <laughs> I guess that leaves. We've talked about her so much. I feel like it's inevitable. Candy Armstrong. Candy Armstrong. <laughs> but man. I, I think we're all just like every time we think of her, I feel like we're all falling back into like Stardew Valley mood. <laughs> like she just feels like home. Stardew Valley with a mohawk. Yeah, and <laughs> drums like a punk band. Um, yeah, yeah I, I was. I have to admit, I was listening to that episode back again because I, I absolutely was going to talk about her, and Go like we, we were just having a lot of fun, a lot of jokes, um, mm. and like of course from that kind of environment you get some perfect heroes. Um, do you want to hear some of my favorites? I mean, I feel like Candy is one of your favorites. <laughs> Candy was one of my favorites actually. Okay. Um, just I think having a nice little Christmas break sort of reinvigorated us, and we just kind of. Those those first few heroes were just like pretty good, um, mm. but 
one hero, um, one hero that I uh, especially like doing, and I'm I'm imagining Josh is going to be saying the same thing. Limp no thing. Yeah. <laughs> Limp no thing with the power of the, the power of the term you basic. You're basic, but that basic. hero was not. Having us cut loose with the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure stand name generator was just inspired. And we, we, we all love JoJo. We all got into it so much. And I think that that shows in the, the kind of hero that we made. Just being able to mm-hmm. walk to a bank and just make everyone bad at shooting you. And again, it's one of those powers that the more you think about it, the more opportunities arise. And mm. the, the creativity, not only with the, the, the narrative, but the... The, the, the paneling as well. Imagine turning the comic basic when someone's power turns basic, you know? Imagine having to design all these outfits for Limpno thing. Um, mm. It was just... Okay, so who else? Who else? Ooh, who else? Oh, I'll tell you what I liked as well. I liked Untamed Night. I, yeah. I think I think that was another a very good episode. Again, early in the year um, where we kind of pushed the boundary a little bit with the power a little bit more complicated than your uh, your favorite kind of powers, Jade. But I think, again, um, because the power is quite personal, having to dance with someone to generate like abilities and armor. Mm. Uh, but that just... See, we just like creative powers here. The, the ability to really change things up, whether it's in the narrative or in the, the presentation of a comic, which is something that sort of... That's the kind of thing that separates the good from the great. And... Mm. We, we just had so much fun with Untamed Night, being able to go to different countries, doing different dances, dancing with different peoples to gain the powers of different plants and saving all kinds. Oh, it's just good. And your illustration had the squidgy boobs in it, you know? <laughs> you just like squidgy boobs. There was like a full-on like clay-ass handprint in all that All right, boob. all right. Who's your third? Um, My, my third? Hmm... Do you want some time? Because I'm sure Josh is, has a couple. Is it by someone now. we haven't mentioned yet? Because we haven't mentioned a couple. Go on, yeah. Josh. Who, who? We, haven't, we haven't mentioned Red Ink, Black Ink. Yeah, they were cool. We haven't mentioned Cheerosaurus Rex and with the smoochin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and yeah. the teeny tiny uh, lizard wife. Oh, yeah. that was cute. That was very cute. But who are your favourites, Josh? Um, well, I, I feel as though I've mentioned them quite a fair bit. So let's go with Pascal. It's probably my favourite of the year. Yes. I thought so. Um yeah, I just adore that little axe wearing a cape. <laughs> um, it's so goofy and it's a beautiful thing. One of um, these years I'm going to get you an axe with a cape. <laughs> yes, yes, please. <laughs> um, I would say limp no thing, but I feel as though, because Dean said I want to go for something a bit different. Mm. So like, I really did enjoy, but Abominable Driver, Genesis, I really enjoyed a lot of the, the stuff we thought of with them. Mm. Yeah, I really so like So I'm Genesis. probably going to go with them as well. And I'm going to go with Echo Alpha. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. Hmm. Uh, that was a really fun hero to make, and it kind of, yeah, I enjoyed that episode. Just like cool. the the whole idea of, you know, the clone gone wrong is is, is rife with drama, you know? There's mm. a lot to a lot to be done with that. And I think we, we kind of did a lot with it, you know? Um, yeah, we got quite ambitious, I think, yes. with that one. I do like it when we get like wildly ambitious. Mm. Um, I thought of my third character, by the way. Oh, um, Lord Windermere. Ah, like, yes. like it was one of those um, heroes where we came up with like quite a long series of events for um, like their potential comic uh, run. It sort of came very naturally to us creating this hero that's a little bit lazy, relies on technology just a little bit. Um, it it just came together so naturally and so wonderfully. Also, the Grand National 2018 horse name um, <laughs> list is definitely a, uh, a a good generator. Ah, veering back into other categories, we do not have time. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm done. Okay, so do do we have an MVP? Last time we naturally came by an MVP because we'd all picked Bleach Ruby as one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're close because we've all said Candy at some point. Yeah. I'll say Candy or Limpno thing are doing pretty well. MVP, let me remind you both, means most valued player. So it's... Wait, it's Lucky Tackle. No, it is Abominable Driver because without them, there would be like no heroes, no equipment for those heroes to use. The world would still be a desolate desert Mm. wasteland. Uh, That's that's my vote. Mm. Abominable Driver. 
But you aren't hosting this week, are you? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Logic. Um, I have the envelope. What? That says which That's which convenient. is the MVP. What happened to democracy? There is none in the burpees. Jeez. There is only the winner, and Candy Armstrong. <laughs> I'm being forced to applause. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, wait, there's another little thing in the envelope that says Amateur Prophet? What? Like... And it says La La Land? It <laughs> <laughs> was a contemporary reference for everyone. Did that happen this hey. year? No, it didn't. That's the worst Jesus thing. Christ. That was like two years ago. Oh god. Um, but okay, we'll we'll call it a tie between Candy and Abominable Driver. The, I think they they were both excellent heroes. Excellent heroes. Excellent episodes. Um, excellent generators. In fact, excellent illustrations. If I do say so. Just perfect illustrations. And um, I would like to mention one last thing. Do we have any resolutions for year three? Oh, ho, is it time for you to take over hosting? Or was it yeah. me that's hosting the episode? <laughs> well, Dean looked like he was taking over hosting and going to like wrap up. As well. Why don't you both to... step off? <laughs> what would you guys like to see in 2019? Well, sh- first off, shall we look back at what our Oh my God, you fucking... L- listen, listen, buddy. <laughs> listen here. I have my list of questions. If you have you got a list of last year's gun, resolutions? Yes, I do. Oh, thank you. Go. <sighs> All right. Dean's was... Get crazy slash creative slash weird. Yeah, we did that. We definitely did that. Big if, tick. Um, <laughs> wine gum is anything to go we, on. We had a child wearing a spring suit for armor. We had a living yep. a living blizzard. We had um, we had a team of ducks. We had... Yep, you could have just yep. said team of ducks and you would have been able to like tick it off your list. Yeah, pretty much. We had um, a- that, that, no, I think, I think that covers it, Dean. Um... So my I had two. Uh, mine was I wanted to write a detailed good romance. I think we've done that we've several done a lot times. Of romance this we year. have. Mm. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, and then my others, uh, it was kind of a combo of heroes that directly fight evil slash punch Nazis because last year, like well, 2017 was the year of like mind heroes yes it was mm. yes it was whereas this year we did do a lot of physical heroes and physical powers so yeah, that's we cool did. i mean mm. yeah literally we did have the a few first... mind heroes though we did but it's it's only a sprinkling you they're still mm. fine as long as we did some heroes that directly fight and we did we did um now josh i'm really sorry it was ice villains wasn't it you had three and we did none of them <laughs> <laughs> one wow. was another ice villain I mean, having yeah, we didn't even do we did ice twice, but not a single villain. No villains. Um, go back to the Inspirobot. Shit, we didn't do that, did we? <laughs> and finish a dog episode. We wait. No, no we, we had the witch, witch wolf. wolf. Does that count? They're canines. Okay. All right. All right. I'll give you that. Josh did one, one out of three. Ain't bad. <laughs> you did it, Josh. All right. Ooh. If if we have time, I'd like to go over. Your resolutions for next year, and then one last question. So let's let's nail down some resolutions. Okay. Um, my resolution would be to hmm. Um, I think I want to do more with the show itself. I think just to get a little bit meta for a second. Like I I remember last year we had we had Hannah Berry, we had Lucy, Lucy Ebry, mm. and I I want more guests. And I mm. I, I want to work um work hard to try and make that happen. Uh. We have been burnt by software in the past, though. But maybe 2019, 2019 will be the year where we get some fine guests on the show once again. I love it. That's a really great idea. Mm. Thank you. Josh? Um, going back to generators that we've said we should go back to. Mm. So I think same, is, what, <laughs> same resolution, really. I'm sticking my feet in the mud with this one. Especially because I think as we <laughs> approach... Um, I mean, technically, we're probably not far off from our next anniversary episode. Mm. Mm. Thinking about it, especially as now we're doing it bi-weekly. Yeah. So it'll be coming up soon, and then we might change format stuff mm. to be a little tease. Look out for oh, that. A t- little hinty hint of what's to come. Yeah. If, if, if what happens happens with what I would like to do, mm. then... If Jay doesn't stomp in and say that's wrong or, you know... the. <laughs> The host doesn't take over again, then maybe we can do mix things. My up. little grey cells are starting to work. Actually, oh. I might have an idea. Oh, 
Jade. I'm excited. Jade, what is thinking? Um, I I kind of agree with wanting another ice villain. <laughs> I want to try and do an ice villain right, a really good one. A, just a a good solid ice villain. Yeah, you know, like there's so many because they're great, but can we make one that's outstanding? Ooh, now. And also, also more romance. I'm just, I, look, I'm unashamed. I, I have the thirst. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like half our episodes this year were incredibly romantic. Good. I'm pretty sure every single one of our heroes f- fucked somebody at some point. Everyone knows <laughs> what they want, Josh. <laughs> there's one romance, there's two romances, there's three romances. I'm pretty sure right, that was fine. a romance. Right, fine. I'll settle. I'll settle. Just picture me folding my arms and huffing. I'll settle for a, a sexy ice villain. A sexy ice villain. I can get yes. behind that. I'm sure mm. others will too. And also, I guess, um, maybe maybe this is too early to say, but with this many illustrations in, and with Dean mentioning doing more things surrounding the podcast, I'd really like to do like a zine. Hmm, that would be really cool. That would be a really cool like promo thing to, yeah. to also sell. Not promo, um, just like there's all these fun heroes and not everyone listens to podcasts, so maybe we could like... Write up their stories. Oh no, we're going end game. We're going to start and, making and our comics. That well, well I guess. <laughs> I didn't sign up to actually make comics. This is way beyond my my training. Ha! I fooled you. <laughs> Dang it. Um. Right. This has all been training. You had one last question. Yes. Um. I thought we'd end this in a fun way. Um. Because if you've been listening to our podcast at all, you know that we have a favorite scenario. <laughs> you guys. Are in a bank. Oh no. And suddenly there's a robbery. Oh no. Yep. Which hero do you most want to save you? Help me, Candy. Please. <laughs> Protect me in your arms. I'm so weak. And you're so warm and soft. I- I'm I'm sitting against a wall and someone is pointing a gun at me. And all I'm doing is clutching my bag. Mm-hmm. They get distracted and they turn away. And then I feel my bag stirring. <laughs> And I unzip the bag, and I look down at a gift that had just been bestowed upon me of a small tomahawk wearing a small <laughs> yellow cape. <laughs> <laughs> and I pick it up, and I just throw him. <laughs> and, he ju- and he just spins, and he just spin kicks the guy straight in the bush. Oh, my God. Does that count as, like, a double hero save? <laughs> Holy crap. And then I, then I catch him, and then he turns into a... Uh, back into his human form, and we kind of do a little fist bump, high five. Nice. And then, like, as we go to do like the Dylan, you son of a bitch thing from Predator, mm. he turns back into the axe, drop him in the bag. Oh, <laughs> you you thought about this? You've that was that, that was, was not that was that was all that was all me all now. Nothing I could say could top that. I think that'll do it for the burpees, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in 2018 for listening to us create all these dumb heroes and for joining in and being a part of all this as well um if you want to give us a very good um start to 2019 you can always leave us a review on itunes or soundcloud wherever you get your podcasts because that's a massive help for us to you know get us up the rankings and get more people involved with this sweet little podcast so you've got more people to talk to or talk about these dumb heroes with um, there's also at BBR underscore podcast where you can talk to us directly on Twitter where I'm sure we'll be posting a few of our favorite illustrations favorite heroes uh, very soon and where you can see all of Jade's wonderful illustrations that we've been talking about for so long because they are amazing and Jade has worked Aww. extremely hard in 2018 and is taking a well deserved break Aww, yes. that, be- that being said I should have said something like Arctic Cyclone be my favourite because then JJ had to, you might have to draw it. <laughs> my favourite heroes are Frozen Twister, Arctic Cyclone, and those little shining kids that we did. Howling Owl and Quiet Skull Giver. Yes. Uh, I'll get to them eventually. <laughs> you know, you know what? We're, we're going into the new year and we haven't had any fan art at all. Guys, I'm still waiting on that on that fan fiction from Mothman yeah. and, and Jimmy Page Frogs, and that's been like... Come on, listeners. More than a year. That's been like a year and a half. I'm begging you. I want some fan art. I'm dying for it. It would just... It would light a fire under us. Yeah. It's 2019. Now's the time. Now's the year. For you to be bitten by Radioactive Podcast. I am Dean. Done with this 
fucking 2018 year, McKnight. I'm Jade Hug Me Candy Sarson. <laughs> and I'm Josh Still Clutching Pascal Randall. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in 2018. And, well... Well, it's already 2019. It is. So we'll see you for the rest of the year. Yes, it's going to be great. See you guys. Bye, everybody. Ciao. Bye-bye.